Let's go. Let's go, baby. But you kept running past the end zone. Yo, yo. What is up, guys? Welcome back to That Fit Podcast number two. Uh, very special one. I've got one of my boys here. Just a couple of kids kicking it back in Hawke's Bay, and now we're living here on the Gold Coast, Australia. So I appreciate you coming on, bro. But today's guest is Leon Bragg. How you doing, bro? Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. And it's so awesome to be here. I feel like this is... Um, a manifestation of a couple of years ago, we we're having a chat up on the porch up in Broad yeah. Beach about how we can have an impact um, on the world and how we can better our lives and how we can better ourselves. And I feel like we're living that um, purpose a, a lot more now and it's happened in a very, very short space of time. So yeah, I'm proud of you, bro. And it's awesome to see what you're doing and what you're creating. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Um, Likewise, I'm proud of you and the effort uh, that you've continued to put in for yourself and those around you. So um, I just want to touch on, obviously, it is Mental Health Awareness Month in November, um, and people obviously do go through uh, mental, mentally tough times. So as a mate, I just want to check in. How are you doing physically and mentally? Yeah, brother. Um, I feel genuinely amazing. Um, yeah. Mentally, physically, spiritually feeling very, very good and in a good position. I think it's due to the people that I surround myself with mainly yep. and also doing things that are only in alignment for my greater good. So um, physically I train like three, four times a week, very, very consistently with a group of boys um, here on the Gold Coast called Brotherhood. And they're yep. about, um, as a group of conscious men, um, bettering themselves physically. So we do a lot of training on the beach and we do breathwork and meditation after that. So yep. that's how I look after myself physically um, mentally, obviously, what I'm doing with Cool to Be Conscious, which I'm sure we'll touch on. For sure. And, yeah, spiritually, just feeling very aligned and very present um, in the moment, not attaching to anything that's happened to me in the past and not For looking sure. forward to the future either, just being here yeah. and enjoying this. 100%. And obviously now you just spoke on being spiritually You never obviously used to be spiritually. Um, <laughs> I could agree been around you and stuff like that um you're always a really good guy but now with the work through call to be conscious what what is spiritually what is the what does that word mean to you right now so that's a really good question bro and i feel like um the word spirituality spirituality gets lost um in translation now day and age basically what spirituality means at its core or what its essence is is you're detaching from social norms so you're detaching from things like societal pressure or maybe things that society tells you that you need to be so you're detaching from work money things that aren't really that important and you're actually coming back to source so you're coming back to who you really are you're understanding yourself more you're understanding your thoughts more speaking more from your heart um so spirituality is basically just coming back to yourself and um blocking out the distractions or the illusions of the outside world a little bit more so that's what I've sort of done over the last probably year and a half, two years is block out the noise of the external world telling me who I was and who, sort of molding me to who I was supposed oh, yeah. to be yeah. or, um, and sort of, yeah. And now I've just feel like I am on the right path. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So let's touch on, uh, the call to be conscious. And my first, when I thought about this podcast was obviously you're leading the group there, but, mm. What I want to touch on that first experience. How did you even find it? 
find out about Call to Be Conscious? And do you remember the day, your first experience of, because was it a Sunday stillness session that you went to? Was that yes. your first experience? Yes. So tell me about that, That whether you remember that day, who you spoke to, what you what the questions oh, were, Bo, because those it, questions yeah. are so good. And I'll touch on mine, but I want to understand your your first session, who you spoke to, and mm. what were the questions? Yeah, so I feel like before I can touch on um, the first session, I sort of want to talk about where I came from. Came from, yeah, um, 100%. Because it aligns to how I'm here now. Yeah. And where I've come from, and you know, because we're both from the same hometown, 100%. you know that we don't get anything given to us, yeah. that everything that we have. And, very blue collar, right? Very, yeah, very blue collar. And it's also everything that you get in life is, is earned and it's earned through hard work and it's earned through sacrifice because we don't get any handouts. Um, so what happened is what is a very funny story. So I came over to Australia and I actually continued the same unconscious patterns and the same unconscious thoughts and the same unconscious yeah. behavior. I just picked it up and brought you it moved back. it somewhere else, right? Yeah, exactly. And I found that I wasn't actually enjoying myself that much. And it was because my mindset wasn't quite right. I wasn't appreciate, appreciative of what I actually had. And so as time went on, as time went on, I actually burnt out a few times at work and I had these, yeah. like, I would call them anxiety attacks. Yeah. Um, because I was just under so much pressure from work. Yeah. What, what did that feel like? Just to help people understand, like, for you, yeah. what was the experience like? What did that feel like? It just felt like life was purposeless. It yeah. felt like I couldn't get out of bed or I didn't even have a reason really to get up and get my life together because yeah. whatever I did, it, I couldn't seem to get ahead. Yeah. Because well, why? You know, it's that question is like, why should I get up? And yeah, why should I get up? Right? Yeah, so it was like the world was coming in on me. And yeah. then I started looking into like Eastern philosophy. So I started looking into Buddhism and yeah. Taoism and things that you can learn to Control your mind. Control your mind, yeah. And after I started looking into that, I actually decided I needed to source someone who yep. sort of does this and yep. who can explain how I can pull myself up out of this rut that I'm in. Yep. And Call to Be Conscious got introduced to me by a mutual friend and I was obviously, you know, there's a stigma attached to it. So yeah. you're like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to do anything for me. And I went to the first Is that session. your mindset as well? Is like, yeah. what, why should I even go? Yeah. 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 Because that's sort of where you're at in your life and you just think nothing's going to work for you. And I turned up and I was obviously still skeptical. I was like, come on guys. Like, yeah. You're walking around in shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> you're wasting my Sunday, man. Yeah, you're wasting my Sunday and this and that. And then I tried breath work for the first time ever. And what breath work did is it just stripped me back and it smacked me on my ass and told me, you don't know what you're doing yeah. to yourself is so wrong and you are so powerful and you're so strong and you're so confident. All you need to do is step into that. Yeah. You just need to step into that power. So the insight that I had on the first – because obviously I'd never done meditation or never done breath work. So it was so powerful for me. Yep. For someone that's in an unconscious state of mind every day, when you talk down on yourself every day and you're battling with an inner critic every day, when you try breath work or meditation, it is super, super powerful. So going back to your question, how I reacted, yeah, I started crying firstly because yep. I felt so bad um, for – all the people that I'd wronged in my You've life. come across, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I started feeling like sort of horrible for all the 
things that I'd done in my life that weren't quite right. But I yeah. also, yeah, started also feeling a lot of love and a lot of gratitude for the people that were around me that were really good yeah. people. And it just was overwhelming with emotions. So that was the first thing that happened to me. Yeah. I was overwhelmed with a lot of happiness, yeah. but also a lot of a lot sadness. Of, a lot of emotion, right. Mm. Mm. And then I went up to... Jacob and the boys from Cool To Be Conscious. And they and were running it that day? They were running it that time. And I, I just said, guys, what the hell happened? <laughs> like yeah. what just went on in my mind and yeah. what is going on in my body right now? Because I feel amazing and I feel like I'm a new person. I feel like I've been reborn Yeah, and stripped all that negativity. Mm. That mask, right? They always talk about the mask and stripping away the mask. And <laughs> you, the couple of times that I've been, and you talk about layers – yeah. Um, and existing outside the system, which is super cool. And yeah. I actually had um, a friend that came down on Sunday and she must have had um, a similar experience and um, the session had finished and she was just crying, man. Yeah. But she had a sense of she didn't know why she was crying, but yeah. at the same time she had this like real sense of fulfillment and like, yeah. fuck, this actually really changed the way I thought about this. Yeah. Because I asked her during the week and, you know, mm-hmm. as you were like sceptical, like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I want to, but mm-hmm. that day she's like, oh, I think I want to go Thursday. Yeah, um, that's it. So was it like that's that for it. you where you went that yes. first session and how did everything progress from there to where you are now? So in terms of did you start going more and mm-hmm. how often were you going? Yeah. So it's a really good question. And yeah, absolutely. So when you have that type of profound experience, um, you just want more of it. You, you naturally want to figure out how can I improve more and how can I really strip away more of that negativity and more of that anxiety or more of that fear. A lot of the time what, what I see is it's, it's fear. It's fear to even show up um, to that space. It takes a lot of courage just to show up yeah. um, because it's easy to stay in bed. And it's easy. It's five Just o'clock in the morning. Sheets, bro. Especially yeah. during winter. Yeah. At the moment, it's not too bad, but I can, yeah, it gets comfy in there. It's hard. It's hard to get up out of bed, and we acknowledge that. It's it's really. Um, just a lot of effort to get up out of bed to work on your mental health. Um, so for myself, anyway, I was starting to achieve um, financial abundance. So yep. I wasn't so scared about financial anymore, but my mental health had taken such a blow because of all the work that I'd yep. done. I knew that this felt right and I needed to dive in deeper. Yep. So I started going every Sunday and I started going every Tuesday and I was back to back. Yeah, I was back to back every, uh, every Tuesday, every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Sunday for about, I would say six months. And in my downtime as well as that, as well as working and, and, and working You're out. You're working on top of that. I you was doing more meditation, breath work. Yeah. Right. Tell I me a little bit more, more about that. Yeah. So I was learning about the different modalities of breath work. So I was learning about the origins and where it's come from. So it's passed down knowledge from our ancestors yeah. and how old it actually is and how it can change your brainwave state. So I looked into the yeah. science of it because I'm a very analytical type yeah. of person. Very. Um, so for myself, I wanted to really believe in it. Um, yep. and for me that came from looking into the science of it and understanding what it's actually doing to the physical body. Yeah. And that took months and months and months. So I looked into different studies. What's happening in the brain, um, is this is why it was so profound for me. Cause I'm always up here and I'm always frantic. I'm always yeah. just go, go, go. Yeah. So I'm hyper analytical. Mm. 
and it's just it's called a um, beta brainwave state. Yeah. So you're a high beta. Yeah. And what you're doing with breath work is you're coming into a low beta, almost into an alpha yep. state. So it's it's just a lot more slower, mm. and it gives you a lot more insight. You just get a lot more clarity. Everything just slows down. So the decisions you make are just better. They're just better decisions because yeah. you're you're more calculated. Yeah. And that was the benefit that I got from just continuously going. I noticed that I was just making better decisions in life. I was making decisions that were going to better me in the future yeah. because I, yeah, I believed in myself and I really, really started to love myself again. Um, and I saw that inner power that was there. But one thing that the boys at Cool to Be Conscious are really good about, and this is what I'm trying to do, is just help people that just want a hand. Yeah, you know, there's those people that are. Some got- people are like that. Some people, mm. like for me, it was like just get me there, let mm. me experience it. But mm. for some other people, it's like, hey, like let's just get a little coffee before. Like that's yeah, just yeah, you yeah. know the helping hand, you know, helping that kid cross the road. But um, yeah, hundred percent, I I feel that. And so carry on with that in terms of you know grabbing a helping hand and stuff like that. Yeah. So for me, the purpose of actually getting really good at breath work and meditation was actually to benefit myself. Mm. So I was achieving success, um, you know, success that's relative to my to success yourself. that I've had. Yeah, not obviously no, societies. Not societal. Success. I was just happy and I was also content with um, things like the financial and all those things that I'd never had. So I wanted to work on myself and just become like this high-achieving, high-performing like gun salesman type of thing, which was my ego speaking at yeah. the time. Um, and then all of a sudden the purpose started to unfold for me. I started to go, okay, what I'm learning now I can teach to other people and all other people need is just a helping hand. All they want, all the people that I see, a lot of people that I see down at Sunday stillness are literally just trying to figure out their lives. And they're just saying, can someone just help me? Yeah. Can someone just give me even just a bit of guidance? Can someone just even give me a pat on the back and say you're doing amazing? Yep. And even that can change someone's life. 100%, man. It's, and that's the thing. We're so caught up in our own heads and our own minds and our own world is that mm. we forget to tell people that they're actually doing a good yeah. job. Bro. It's yeah. tough. Like Life in general is just tough, which is people that are high achievers, now that we're in this space now and you're in that space is that you understand high achievers, right? And they've mm. gone through probably – these similar situations where it's moving from a calm mind, making better decisions, better decisions, bring a better life. And yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And I always think about this. Sometimes it's just like, just do something randomly good, like buy someone a coffee or like just tell someone, you know, they look amazing or something like that is that it takes one thing. Yeah. takes one thing to really change someone's mindset. So, and yeah, I think personally where that stems from, is having the empathy for other people is something that a lot of people now and also myself, I've actually had to learn to care about other people again because yeah. society tells you to be greedy and it, it tells oh, you... Everything's yours, right? Yeah, it tells you that you you know, you know, need to go out and get these things in order to be seen as yeah. successful or to be seen as worthy. Yeah. And it, I think it's all about sharing... We all have to share in that worthiness. We all have to actually help each other. We all have to help each other because if I didn't have the hand that the boys gave me, I wouldn't be where I am now because they they really showed me the power that I have within myself. And um, yeah, this is 
a little bit about my purpose, which I'll touch on a little bit later. But yeah. I got to where I am now just through – it was just a grind. It's just yeah. like everything else that you want in life. It's it's just a bit of a grind, and it's all done behind closed doors. No one's cheering yeah. you on. No one's clapping. 100%. Um, it's a personal journey. Yeah. Um, this is a solo journey, um, what, what we're doing and what we're undertaking, all of us. Yeah. And to be better, it took a lot of work because I had a lot of um, conditioning yeah. and I had a lot of negative um, ideas about who I really was and all these things that had happened to me in my life. And I actually told myself that over and over again. Mm. So it was about stripping all that away, um, which is like low vibrational yeah. and actually stepping up into that higher version of yourself and really owning it, really owning it and owning your who you are, owning your individuality, owning this new you, because you can change at any point in time. And hundred percent that people are so afraid of change, but mm-hmm. change is how we evolve. That's how we become better. And why, why do you think that like in terms of change, why is, do you think it's so hard for people to change? Mm. I think for some people it's because they are fearful of, I think it's because they're fearful of changing because yeah. they're comfortable mm. because they're comfortable and life's easy when you don't stand outside of the box of and the be box. seen. Yep. Um, it's easy to be hidden mm. because I was very hidden. Um, I didn't post on like social media or no, things not. for like two and a half years or yep. something like that because I didn't want to show people cause I wasn't confident in where I was at and I didn't want to give people the wrong perception or the wrong projection of yep. who I really was. Mm. But now, because I really care about myself and I'm happy and content with who I am yep. and where I'm at in my life, I feel like I can be seen mm. um, again. So I feel like there's a hesitation for some people. They just they have got a lot of fear, and that could come from their friends or their family um, yep. misconceiving mm. this. Because um, it's a lot of – it's very environmental, right? If you change a lot and to change, you have to get your existing environment, which if you've known for what, 24, 25 years, it takes a lot and it's going to take a lot of years and people, they'll be at that moment, they'll be like, that's five years of hard work that I have to go through. Yeah. Like I can't do that. But the thing is that you can, and it takes one step at a time, takes one decision at a time. And it just takes betting on yourself for a long time. And on what you were talking about before, it's so hard to change. And the famous, I heard this thing the other day and it was by this philosopher and it's, um, I was actually speaking to your brother Josh about it last night and that if you don't put yourself under pressure, the universe will do it for you. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Yeah. Remember back in, when we were say back in Hawke's Bay and like things were just, we we're always going wrong and stuff yeah. like that. And it's the universe's way of to put pressure on you because yeah. you're not putting pressure on yourself to yeah. move and make change. Yeah. So that's been super interesting. And you do read a lot. I feel like you read a lot. I and read, what do you sort of read? Yeah. So I read a lot now, like I'm juggling probably too many books at a time. <laughs> like I'm, I'm I've it gets got like, addictive, eh? it's addictive. Um, and it, it's a journey because this knowledge is, important and it's really really good to read it's really really good to read because what it does is over time you start learning these little bits of knowledge that you can yeah that help you along the journey apply yeah that you can apply so i'm reading probably three or four different audio books i'm reading a lot of he's called joe dispenza and joe dispenza is a neurosurgeon so he's like a neuroscientist and it's all about 
um, quantum. So quantum is quantum theory. Quantum theory. Yeah. There's so a lot it's, to it. yeah, it's, there's a lot to it and we could have, there's a podcast just on the, yeah, on this. so it's all about thinking about something. It's uh, it's manifestation more or less. It's about thinking about something and envisioning yourself there. This is how I got up to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. So I thought about myself speaking to a 200 people. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I had no idea. I didn't have this opportunity a year ago. I had no idea this was going to happen to me. But I knew somehow I wanted to share these tools that were so impactful on me with other people. So Mm. I started to think about it a lot. And I started to envision. And I also even started to practice it. So I would even just be driving Just talk to yourself and stuff like that. Yeah. And I would just imagine speaking. But there's no difference to speaking to me and you than speaking to 200 people. It's just perception. Mm. So... I started practicing and I started learning and I really believed it. I, I actually started telling people, hey, guys, I'm going to be speaking to 200 people down on the beach um, about mental health, spirituality, breath work. And they were like, well, how are you going to do that? I didn't even know how yet, but I just knew that I had that within me. Yeah. And it actually happens. It, it starts to happen. Yeah. Um, that it's really – Amazing. So Joe Dispenza is one, um, but also I started reading a lot about Buddhism, um, Taoism, yeah. Zen. I started learning about how to control parts of your brain, um, but also just a lot of self-help, motivation, um, trusting your yourself and trusting your intuition. And yeah, I was reading a book. I was. I feel like I was reading a new book every month. I was finishing a book every month and moving on. And yeah. also every minute of my downtime, I'm feeding my brain. I'm feeding my brain with good things. Mm. I'm not listening to, we had this chat before, so I'm not listening to um, negative music. Yeah. Um, that's a big one. So like swearing and things like that, I really cut all that out. And yeah. even my speech and how I speak about myself and how I speak about other people is a mm. big one. Because it says a lot about it's you. a lot of reinforcement, right? Because whatever you think is what you speak. Yeah. I speak a lot as well. So mm. that, Joe Dispenza, I dipped into his stuff a little bit and he talked about that. Once once you can imagine it, it's real. It's just the reality is catching up and yes. reality is just action, right? Yes. And it's just step by step. Yeah. And then because a lot of things come to fruition and you talked about, I remember we talked a while ago and writing it down, writing down things is so important, yeah. seeing it. That's, and thinking about it is uh, so important in terms of the things you want to accomplish as well in terms of goals. Yeah, journaling, um, that's another amazing tool to use. A lot of people journal. And yep. what they're really doing is they're stringing in this predictable future that they're creating mm. for themselves. So they're saying, I am confident, I am confident, I am confident. Therefore, you have a higher chance of showing up as a confident person if you continually tell yourself and write down that you're confident. So a lot of that... Um, I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of reading to prepare myself and I did a lot of workshops and this is something that um, a lot of people don't know, but along with the sort of five minute or 10 minute breathwork and meditation, we also run day long workshops and day long workshops, they take you a lot deeper and that's where I had my first breakthrough. So yeah. that was if we were to go back to the first question is how I really got into breathwork and meditation was I was dipping my toes in and I was obsessed with it because it was amazing. Yeah. But I went and did a full day experience and that really just showed me how unconsciously I was living in 
all aspects of my okay, life. This is really good. So run us through a day at this workshop. Yeah. Okay. So I was already at a stage where I thought I understood breath work and I thought I understood what it was all about, um, but also meditation. And I thought that all it was was just calming your mind down. It was just calming your mind down. That's all it really was. And the full day, you get there. The first thing that we do, and this is another thing that a lot of people can do, and I see a lot of people, there's a big trend going around with ice baths. Mm. And the reason for ice baths, from my understanding and why I use it, is to build up your natural stress tolerances. Yeah. So if you can put yourself and your body in stressful situations more often than not, you build it up. Becomes the, yeah. yeah. It's a new norm. Um, so we get there. I'd, I'd done a bit of um, ice baths before this and breath work and meditation. Yeah. And you get there and first thing you do is you get up and you lock eyes with someone that you don't know and you stare into a stranger's eyes for five minutes. Non-stop. Non-stop. Five minutes. It's a long time. How long did that feel for you? It, did it feel like a long for time? For the first time I've ever done it, it felt like an hour. <laughs> an hour. Yeah. For the first time I've ever done it, it felt like an hour because yeah. there's a natural uncomfortability. Do you want to look away, right? Yeah, there's a natural uncomfortability because you want to look away because you don't want to be seen. Yeah. You don't want to be seen. And you think the other person can see you and all your insecurities as well. So you just want to look away. And something amazing happens when you stare at someone for five minutes is you see them as you see yourself. So you recognize them for what they really are. Yeah. Just another human being, just like you. So you, you gain instantly. I was like, whoa, like these we're valuable like humans are epic like it's everything really cool that's the thing people don't understand is that we everything we determine how we progress and how we evolve as well so yeah yeah so that was amazing i had a a realization and, and it's crazy you stare at someone for five minutes straight and yeah you have these realizations and then after that we get up and we hug each other and then we go and we do an ice bath so the ice bath's epic, and it's just a big group of people. There's like 60 to 80 people there, and we're all cheering each other along because some people have never done ice baths. You know, there's people that are 60 years old, that are 80 years old. Crazy. There's people that have never 80? done. Yeah, there's 80-year-old. Yeah. You know, Is it like some of them their first time as well? First time. Crazy. First time, never done it, and they're down there just working on themselves, and it's beautiful to see. And we do the ice baths, and it – you just feel amazing after an ice bath. I don't know if you've done too many, too many ice baths. One or two. When yeah. I was like playing rugby and stuff like that, the coldest yeah. thing I have at the moment is cold shower, but yeah, I know yeah. that's, that's nowhere good. near. I mean, it's a start, but it's nowhere near ice bath, obviously. Yeah, it's it's um, more or less the same, um, the same idea. Mm. It's to build up that stress tolerance. Yeah. It's it's to put yourself in the uncomfortable so that your new tolerances are a lot higher. And it is real because now it takes a lot. It, t- it takes a lot to stress me out. For sure. Even people like blaring their horns at me in traffic and I get You're people. just shouting their Oh, I just turn around. I had like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just super chill because I've just slowed down. I'm just cruising now. Yeah. And so we get that done. Um, and then after that, that's when we do, and this is, we could go into a whole other thing again, which is masculine and feminine work, which I know we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, masculine and feminine work is basically sort of uncovering 
all of the negative things that you've done to the opposite sex in your yep. life, but it's also understanding them and seeing them for what they really are and appreciating them mm-hmm. as well. So I'd never done any masculine work or feminine work. And it's basically all the dudes straight away, you rip your shirt off yep. and, and you have to pretend like the other men in the room are trying to kill you pretty much. You have to act yeah. as angry as you possibly can. Right. And that would have been hard for you as well. Cause it's you hard. were never really no. angry person like that, like just no. screaming and stuff like that. No, I just had like the odd outbursts every now and then. And yeah. I didn't really know how to control my anger cause yeah. I wasn't taught yeah. um, as a kid, but it was really hard. I felt a lot of uncomfortability to do that. And that, taught me a lot it taught me a lot that if you really want to and if you really need to there's a you can really turn it on if you really want to and um so there's no smiling there's no laughing in this room it's dead set serious and you're staring at another dude and another girl it's it's both guys and girls doing it to each other and you're staring at them as as you know as intently as you can and you're screaming at them some people bawling their eyes out they can't take it because they've had, you know, there could be some so types of a long time. So we do five minutes or ten minutes um, at Cool to Be Conscious on the Sunday. This one is in, you know, up to an hour yeah. of deep breathing. So what's actually happening in the body is there's a lot going on. Um, within there ten is. minutes, we even have people. So you get things like you can get tetany, which is your hands are completely locking up, so mm. they'll lock up stiff. Lock up stuff, so that's totally normal. It's a totally normal mm. part of the process, and also the lightheadedness that you can experience, yep, definitely. Yeah, and the tingling like you get as well, which is uh, they're all totally normal to what you're doing with your body. You're totally altering your oxygen levels within your body, and some people have never experienced this. You know, we're breathing like twenty four thousand yeah. times a day normally. Like we just even twenty four hours a day, three sixty five as well, which is man, it's wild, and no one pays any attention to it. The body just does it. So all we're doing is consciously breathing for 10 minutes or 40 minutes in this case. And the 40-minute deep breath is just something, if you've never experienced that, that in itself is a life-changing experience. It's a life-changing feeling. It's a life-changing moment. And there's nothing to be said about it unless you've gone there Um, and and done that. Yeah, and you've because you, it's so easy for people to say that it's not going to affect me, but we're all humans. We're all Everything human beings. You, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the experiences that I saw within that room um, were just unbelievable. Like it was a hundred people and it was 40 minutes of just <sighs> deep breathing. So in through the mouth, out through the mouth for 40 minutes. And, after ten minutes, you're starting to get some slight sensation. So after forty minutes, you I can are imagine what what we'd be going through. Your body oh, now. you yeah. There's people, you know, you can pass out or you can um, hallucinate or you can. <laughs> there's a lot going on in your brain, um, and you have these huge realizations. You have this undeniable sense of clarity, mm. and you start to see you for what you really are which is a lot deeper than what people think. It's not just this physical body. You start to understand a little bit more about what's actually really going on, that we're all connected, that everyone around you in this room is experiencing a very similar thing because we are all human beings and we're all connected. Connected, Yeah. Yeah. And you get this sense of 
absolute at the end it's just absolute connection with everyone else it's a connection that you feel back within yourself again and that for me after that after that obviously you do like a 15 minute 20 minute guided meditation where you just sort of calm down um you're just sort of coming up out of the state bringing back your normal normal breathing rhythm but yeah there's people crying un- uncontrollably because it's bringing up trauma mm-hmm. um a lot of people say breath takes you where you need to go or it takes you to your yep. pain if you have it. Yep. So certain people that are holding on to, to certain things, they, you can see them there. They're holding on. They're just tensed. Yep. And I see it a lot within men especially yep. because we are taught to hold Hide on. Hide it a lot, right? Hide it. Yeah, because you don't want to be seen as weak. Weak or anything like that. Which, um, is, which is the old school way because yep. we know now and I know now that showing weakness right. is your biggest strength. Yep. It's showing vulnerability. Such an important message at the time, at, especially at this time as well and that mm. especially with um, men taking their lives, like the stats are crazy, right? And crazy. It's been able to create a space for them to talk about it as well. Yep. Um, obviously you guys have been able to do that in terms of stripping layers back and allowing people to be free through obviously meditation and breath work and mm. helping them realize that we all go through tough times as yeah. well. And being able to share that with someone like yeah. just sharing that, like if you're going through a tough time is that could just be the game changer. Yeah. It takes that one, one conversation that, that one word, that one moment with that person to be like, Hey, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. You know? So sometimes that's all people need. And yeah, some people are just there for that. Because one thing that I love about what I'm doing right now is that I'm in both. So I'm in the real estate mm. and I've got that side, but I've also got what really... You've got that perfect order and chaos. Yeah, I've got the You're order in, and the, the chaos. Nice balance there. Yeah, I've got balance again and I've got drive and I've got purpose. And I've, what I've noticed is that there are so many people down there and I love that about this is that people can just come down and they're not there to... It doesn't need to be so deep as yeah. what people think it needs. Just Some people them aren't right. ready. Um, they're not on that level of awareness just yet to yep. understand what's really, really, truly going on or what even really what they are um, or how yep. powerful they are. Then They might not be ready to take that all on. Some people are just there to be around people that are on a very similar wavelength or they're just there to have fun. Yeah. Um, which is awesome as Always well. Always talk about it as well. Be the be the fun, be the love. Um, yeah, thing that's little slogan that you guys got there, which yeah. is super cool. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's literally what it's all about. Um, the person who I learned how to approach life off while I was learning a little bit more about myself was um, his name's Ram Das. And for anyone out there that's looking into these sorts of things, look into Ram Das and look at where he come from. And it's a very interesting journey. Um, he, he was like a Harvard professor. So he's a Harvard professor. He had everything. He had a boat, he had a yacht, um, a plane, a big red Triumph car and a motorcycle. He had all this money and 20 people working under him. Yeah. And he had this experience and he saw himself in the corner of the room and he said, that's not you. This version of himself said, that's not you and that's not important. And from that moment on, he said, I'm not going to chase these physical things. I'm not going to chase money because it's not going to make me happy because he already had it. And he gave all that up. And this isn't for everyone. This is just his individual journey. He gave that up and he went over to India and he started doing a pilgrimage, which is a spiritual journey um, underneath a guru. And he started learning about service 
serving others and being of use to the world and being of purpose to the world. And that's all, uh, this is what really kickstarted me is that there are literally selfless people out there. And this is me. I, I've really got no agenda. Um, I, I'm not here to make money. I'm not here to do any of that. I'm literally just here to see people have that change in themselves, that same change that I saw within myself. And it's all about service. It's just giving back. Um, in whatever way that I can, if people get use out of it, it's amazing. Um, and yeah, that person taught me how to be less selfish, the, the meaning of selflessness and the meaning of service, um, which is sort of what we're trying to do and what you're trying to do as well is just help people get a little bit of a better grasp on who they are and a little bit of a better grasp on how strong they really are. Sure. Well. So yeah, that yeah, I could just go on and on because that person there sort of kickstarted my journey um, into just self-development, self-growth yep. and also how to respect myself and living a purposeful life while we're here for sure. giving back. So now you're obviously a facilitator, uh, especially on Sunday stillness. You do Thursdays as well? Yeah. yeah. Thursdays so as well? We do Thursday. Um, that's a sunrise. That's yep. a sunrise. So we get up and we do um, the same. It's just breath work and meditation and – we do like a bit of sun gazing and sun gazing is just amazing. It's just a beautiful way to start your day yep. and it's a beautiful day to wake up your body. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever heard of the circadian rhythm, so it's about yep. your natural body clock. So when the sun comes up and you stare at the sun for the first two minutes, it's safe to stare at the sun. Yep. They tell us not to, mm-hmm. but it is. It's totally safe yep. and it's good for you as well. So sun gazing for the first couple minutes in the morning. Just to wake up your body, just to kickstart you. Yeah. And then we just do like a quick 10-minute um, breath work and then a 10-minute guided meditation, and then we're on our way. Um, so it's just like a quick starter, okay. that one on yep. Thursday. And Sunday's the same. It's just a quick flow. It's super simple and super easy, and it's for everyone. There's not a single person out there, and I really mean this, there's not a single person out there that wouldn't benefit. There's not a single I, person. Yeah, 100%, and I fully agree with that. Been a couple of times now, and for sure, it's it's a perfect start. And we we're talking about before little meditation, breath work on a Sunday, not hungover or anything yeah. like that. Is is peaceful, man. Little swim as well, yeah. man. The water last weekend was super cold too. Yeah, bro, but it was. You just get in there because you're so excited about the day. What you know, the possibilities of the day yeah. that could um, happen as well. And yeah, it's, it's just in terms of like building this platform, I just want people to that fit is about all aspects of life like mm. having tools to be able to continue to progress clear mind like you said you make better decisions right and it's just yep. decisions and the actions that mm. really determine your life and this Correct. is what it's about and it's so important to have this sort of aspect of your life because it's so easy to brush under the rug and stuff like that yeah. so um, in terms of call to be conscious and your journey now what's the goal what's next for you um you know, obviously you talked about wanting to speak in front of 200 people. Yeah. What's next for you? Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting to speak about what's next when I feel so present. Right now. Um, yeah. Right now. And I've come so far in terms of my confidence mm. levels has, has like tripled. Yeah. 100%. Or quadrupled. 
And I just don't know where it's going to take me. I really am. I'm just excited. Yeah. All I know is that I'm excited and that I'm fired up and that I feel like I can do just about anything that I want. Um, So I really honestly have no idea because this happened out of uh, what I'm doing now happened unexpectedly. Mm. And it just happened from self-work. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like the next opportunity will present itself. You don't have to worry about it because you know it's coming, right? It's coming. Yeah, 100%. Because I'm doing the right movements and I'm hanging out with the right people and I'm hanging out with people that are very, very in tune with what they want and they're very in tune with their purpose and they're very in tune with who they are and they're very in tune with what they do, what they put into their body and it's rubbed off on me and now I'm very aware. Well, you're just the product of your environment, right? There's always that saying you're a product of um, the five people you hang out with and if you're around with five people that want to get after it every day, excited about um, every 24 hours, yeah. Yeah, it can take you anywhere. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So the, the answer to that question is I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't it's know. It's just exciting, man. It's just, yeah. Because for most people, they're right, they'll be like, if I don't know, like – it's uncertainty, right? <laughs> yeah. And they freak out. It's just yeah. like uncertainty is probably like the best thing you could ever have because you just don't know what's going to happen. And if you're willing to embrace it, good things happen. Yeah. You know, fortune fortune favors the brave. And mm-hmm. if you're willing to be um, brave, then, you know, anything is possible. Yeah. Oh, exactly that. And if you do the right things, one thing that I would say to anyone that is out there that is not happy um, with their current circumstances, just coming from from that place myself, would be take acknowledgement and take ownership of what you're doing in your spare time, what you're feeding your body um, and what you're feeding your mind, but also what energy you're giving to people and also the energy that those people are giving you. Yeah. That's key. It's so key. And even just take notice of that and go, hmm, those people aren't really serving me that the much. Energy I want to be around, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're vibrant if they if they got that vibe about them. Mm, mm. And that was something that I really just took on board, just for my individual journey, because I was just sick of it. I just wanted to improve my life, and I just wanted to live happier and healthier. And that's all this is about. Yeah. Um, it's just about living longer <laughs> while we're here. Yeah. You know, you want to live longer, so you want to feed your body good things, and that's when the whole fitness side of thing comes into mm. it as well. You, you respect yourself so much that you don't make uh, silly decisions. It's the first decisions. thing you take care of every day, right? Yeah. And it's very interesting, very successful people. That's the first thing that they do. Take mm-hmm. care of their mind, take care of their body. Yeah. Everything else flows off the back of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crucial. Right? It's All right, crucial. bro. I uh, appreciate you for coming on. Uh, grateful. Um, speaking of grateful, what's one thing you're grateful for today? I'm grateful just to be here, honestly. I'm grateful just to have this opportunity and to see um, my friends and to see my family speaking up and stepping up and taking control of their lives and having fun. This is this whole thing is supposed to be fun. This yeah. experience, this life that we're living is supposed to be fun. So that's what that's what we've got to do. 100%. All right, man. In terms of that, if you do want to check out Leon's work, um, check him out on Instagram, Leon underscore bro. Um, there, called to be conscious Sunday stillness. What time is that? We're five fifty-five a.m. Five fifty-five down Burley Heads. There, super cool experience. Um, I mean, if you're scared to go down, just flick me a DM, um, and we can go together. Um, get down there, experience it. It's super cool. Um, obviously, it's up to you, but super cool experience. I definitely enjoy it every time I do go there. So, uh, yeah. 
appreciate you coming on, bro. Big love, brother. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing.